Welcome to episode 86 of Kings of Consoles. This is the podcast where we're trying to find the best game for each home video game console by means of giant tournaments. This is our second matchup in the fourth round, the round of 16, in our tournament to determine the best game for the Nintendo Entertainment System. In this episode, we will have the number four seed Mega Man 2 take on the number 84 seed Mega Man 5. I'm Pat Dooley. I'm Ricky Drago. And yeah, we are, uh, we've got it down to 15 now after, uh, after Bubble Bobble eliminated the Rescue Rangers on last week's show, becoming the first game to punch its ticket to the quarterfinals, so to speak. Uh, and we will find out what the second game will be today. Uh, we do always start by talking about the underdog, which in this case is a massive underdog, the 84th seed Mega Man 5 by, you know statistically should have been eliminated in the first round and here it is in the fourth uh it was released in japan december 4th 1992 in north america 25 days later and in europe the following march march 10th 1993 an action platformer developed by capcom and published by capcom in both japan and north america and nintendo in europe directed and designed by ichiro mihara produced by tokuru fujiwara programmed by tadashi kuwana with art by keiji inafune Hayato Kaji, Naoya Tomita, Kazunori Tazaki, and Kazushi Ito, with music composed by Mari Yamaguchi. The plot, according to Wikipedia, Mega Man 5 takes place during the 21st century, about two months after the events of Mega Man 4, when the mad scientist Dr. Wily once again attempted to take over the world. Proto-Man, secret brother and once allied to the world's greatest hero, Mega Man, leads an army of robots in a series of destructive attacks on the world. To cripple the world's defenders, he kidnaps his own creator, the genius scientist Dr. Light. Mega Man wonders why Proto-Man is doing this, but with little choice left, he sets out to stop him. Assisted by Beat, a robot bird gifted to him by Dr. Cossack, Mega Man prevails over a new group of eight powerful robot masters working under Proto-Man. Starman, Gravity Man, Gyro Man, Stone Man, Crystal Man, Charge Man, Napalm Man, and Wave Man. Mega Man then makes his way to Proto Man's fortress and confronts his fellow creation, who nearly destroys the protagonist in the process. However, a second Proto Man arrives just in time, revealing the first as Dark Man, one of Dr. Wily's newest robots. Mega Man vanquishes the imposter, then pursues Wily to his newest hideout, defeats him, and saves Dr. Light. However, the fortress begins collapsing, and while Mega Man is distracted from holding up the ceiling from crushing himself and Dr. Light, Wily manages yet another retreat. Just after Wily escapes, a familiar whistle is heard, and part of the ceiling is blasted away, allowing Mega Man and Dr. Light to also escape. As the two watch the castle collapse from a distance, their mystery savior is revealed to be Proto Man, who quietly slips off unnoticed. He defeated Fester's Quest in episode 10, Kid Icarus in episode 63, and RC Pro-Am in episode 80 to get here, and it is one of two Capcom games remaining. 
Speedrun.com doesn't have official playthroughs for either of today's games on NES, but it does have records for the Mega Man Legacy Collection. The record on that for fastest playthrough is held by a Japanese player named Yamina Besan, who completed it on PC in 35 minutes, 39 seconds. Uh, spoiler alert for who made it farther. I did not finish this game in 35 minutes and 39 seconds. I don't Neither know, did I either. No. No speedruns were broken. Yeah. By your host. Not here. Also. Not today. Not today. No. Maybe someday. Probably not. But. Probably no. Not on this Definitely. one. Mega Man 5 is a tough one. It, uh, the, uh, the challenge on some of those levels is a, a little high to be able to, uh, to do it that fast. Um, or yeah, the, to do it at all. Especially the, the ending, man. It's just... Ugh. <laughs> yeah. The Wally's world or yeah. you know, the last well, stages. Yeah. I mean, even some of the the uh, the initial stages, like Crystal Man's level sucks. Like, yeah, that, man, that level is hard. so hard. Yeah. Um, spoiler alert, it, I spent about a third of our hour on that one level, which... Uh, it's not great, but you know we'll talk about more how long the rest of the game took me when uh, when we get to that. But yeah, it's really this, really hard. Yeah. It's really hard, but man, this game is so pretty. It this is. Game, this has some of the best art direction in the whole series. Yes, yeah, like especially playing the next game we played, which I mean Mega Man Two, like it's so superior in graphics. Yes. <laughs> Yes, yeah the the Which, the growth of Capcom over those three years, like you can definitely tell, you know, between when the first, when two came out in eighty nine and then when five came out in uh, ninety two, yeah, it's it's a huge graphical improvement. It's one of the best looking games left in the tournament. There's cutscenes, guys. Like there's yeah. actual cutscenes in this game. Yeah. Yeah, and that's not a thing we've seen a lot of uh, throughout the tournament. Yeah, like, I don't you know, think so. Ninja Gaiden yeah. had them. Bionic Commando Ran sort of had them. Um, uh, Ransom kind of had it. Uh, kind of, yeah. But even kinda. that was more, it wasn't really a cutscene. It was just like characters having dialogue in game. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, the RPGs sort of in the way rpgs do but even that was more you know in-game dialogue with npcs right and I, I think i have like my new favorite boss oh yeah i, I dude wave man is really cool wave man <laughs> is pretty great yeah <laughs> like i was like looking at him closely i was like man that was a cool fight and he is a cool design yeah he just looks like a ninja it's just really cool I liked it, man. This game, I don't know, man. Mega Man 5, to me, I thought it played smooth. Mm -hmm. it, I kind of liked the story that it was giving us. Like, you read it earlier with the whole Proto Man coming in and kind of saving us. But yeah. And being like, him being that cool character in anime, which is like, like a Vegeta type, or you know, he's <laughs> bad, but then he turned good. And I always yeah. like characters like that. Yeah, there's like a a redemption arc for him. Of course, this one there was also you know like an evil version of him that was sort of framing him for everything. But 
also, you know, Proto Man's never really been a good, good guy. Um, he's always been kind of the mysterious, like, maybe I'm helping, maybe I'm not kind of character. But yeah, this is, I mean, it's the 84th seed, but that's, we've talked about in previous weeks about how uh, IGN mostly got the list right of the 100 best NES games in terms of what games are on it, uh, but their seating choices left some stuff to be desired. Um, and the fact that this was the underdog, I mean, in the first round, it was the underdog against Fester's Quest, which you know significant for me personally you know shared that video of me playing it and not blinking it on christmas morning you know whatever 1989 uh when i first played it <laughs> but this is a better game than fester's quest but fester's quest was what number 45 on ign's list and this was 84 i get that they didn't want to put a whole bunch of Mega Man games you know up toward the top of the list but right there are definitely not 83 games better than this that we've played throughout this season. I agree. I, I think it's because the two is so iconic. Mm-hmm. And I think, honestly, I think that's what's going to be hard for us to pick when we have to choose, you know, which one's better yeah. is because two, if two wasn't as good as it was, five would not be as good as five was yeah and they also like and that's also part of ign's thing because uh two and three were both seated really high i mean two yep. obviously number four is the highest in the franchise and higher than all but three games um but yeah Mega Man five is in the same franchise as one two and three which were all going to be rated higher just for you know significance sake but yeah like you said like without two three there's no five um so that's yeah. probably why it's rated so low but and still. remember remember four was not liked no four, a lot of people didn't like four and nope. we, i mean i think it wasn't there the first mega man eliminated oh mega man six was the first one out oh right, right, right. Uh, it lost to uh rescue rangers but mega man four beat gradius in round one Okay. Oh, it also well, beat Micro Machines in round two. It made it to round three, and it lost to Zelda. But this was oh, also ahead of sense. four because four yeah. was number ninety something, ninety five maybe. Well, see, four, four. This is what happened. Four tried to do new things that mm-hmm. didn't quite work out, and five perfected those new things. Yep. Yep. Like and that's kind of how yeah. how two is compared to one. Yes. Two was uh you know kind of took what worked from one what got rid of what didn't work from one and built a kind of a new thing out of it and five very much did that based on four and you can kind of see that again when it when the franchise makes the jump to 16-bit in the Mega Man x series the like the first one is great um but like each subsequent game in the series you know takes what works discards what doesn't um and that's why you know some people consider those games better than the uh, the NES games. I agree. Uh, what's did you find anything crazy in your game play like play through this time around? Um, not really. Um, 
there was you know challenge level and especially crystal man's level um one of the things that i always thought was weird and i had forgotten about until i accidentally did it this time was after you beat a level and it gives you the option to continue or stage select if you choose continue you're just going to play the same level again like no that's not that's that's not continuing i mean i guess (laughs) in this one it's a little different because this one has the uh like the, where you can spell Mega Man 5 by finding the letters in the levels. Um, so I guess maybe that was the logic. Like, you know, go back and try it again to get what you missed, if you missed I it. I think it was just, I think it was but just lost in translation. Probably. It should have been like replay instead of continue. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that, I think that's what happened. It makes sense. Yeah. All right, ready to talk about the next one? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, so we talked about number 84, Mega Man 5. Let's talk about number four, Mega Man 2, which was released in Japan December 24th, 1988, in North America June 2nd, 1989, and in PAL regions December 14th, 1990. It's an action platformer developed and published by Capcom, directed by Akira Kitamura, who's also credited as an artist, Produced by Tokuru Fujiwara, programmed by Nobuyuki Matsushima, with art by Yasuaki Kishimoto, Naoya Tomita, Keiji Inafune, and Kitamura, with music composed by Takashi Tateishi. The plot, according to Wikipedia, after his initial defeat, Dr. Wily, the series' main antagonist, creates his own set of robot masters in an attempt to counter Mega Man. Metal Man, Air Man, Bubble Man, Quick Man, Crash Man, Flash Man, Heat Man, and Wood Man. He also constructs a new fortress, an army of robotic henchmen. Mega Man is then sent by his creator, Dr. Light, to defeat Dr. Wily and his robot masters. Mega Man defeats the eight new robot masters, then challenges Wily himself. During the final fight, Dr. Wily flees into the caves beneath his fortress, and when Mega Man follows, attempts to trick Mega Man into thinking he's a space alien, but Mega Man defeats the alien, revealing it to be a holographic projection device, which malfunctions, showing Dr. Wily at the controls. After the scientist begs for mercy, Mega Man spares Wily and returns home. It had a first round bye, then defeated Maniac Mansion in episode 60 and Little Samson in episode 71 to get here. It is the other of the two Capcom games remaining in the tournament. With 1.51 million units sold, it is the 42nd highest selling game for the NES, 23rd best of all games in the tournament, and fourth best of the 16 or the 15 games uh, remaining uh, still. The speedrun record is held by U.S. gamer Llama Pal, who beat it three years ago on PC in 28 minutes, 54 seconds. Jeez. Uh, which also <laughs> did not do. <laughs> did yeah, not no, come no. close to beating this in 28 minutes you, and 54 seconds. You got it, speedrunner. That's yours. You yep. take that. <laughs> yep. you, will, you will get no challenge from us in that regard. Did they, did they I don't know if you know this, but did they speedrun it? on the nes or did they speed uh, it was on, on PC? pc i couldn't oh, find okay. any speedrun records for the original hardware this is from the anniversary collection uh that came oh, out for okay. pc got it, got it. so i don't i didn't see anything about it being machi- machine assisted uh so i think it's just a legit, legit. straight up yeah which i could see if you you know spent years you know memorizing you know every you know the timing of every bad guy and every jump it's i could see how it's doable i just will never come close to doing it yeah no yeah but yeah 
yeah you're right it is kind of doable for sure yeah but no we're good i enjoy these games on my own pace yeah you know i do try to speed run it sometimes but sure yeah i did try but no i was not no <laughs> yeah. it wasn't gonna happen yes not this time so mega man to the goat himself <laughs> yeah a mega man yep this is one of those that like when I saw the list and when I put the bracket together and when you and I decided to do this show, I was like, yeah. Mega Man 2 is one of just a handful of games that might win the whole thing. Like just looking at like just the quality of the games for the NES, like, you know, there's Mario 3, there's Mega Man 2, <laughs> there's um, Castlevania 3, Contra, River City Ransom. I mean, you know, my own personal bias toward Metal Storm. Um, yep. But we uh, didn't know Metal Storm at the time. So I only had vague recollections of really liking it as a kid, but I had it had been 30 years since I'd played it and uh, turned out to be as good as I remembered and even better than I remembered. And yeah, I mean, I'm really excited. Uh, we'll get to that one in two weeks. It won't be the next episode, but the one after that, we'll play uh, Metal Storm again uh, against another wait. one that kind of came out of nowhere, Star Tropics. Um, that was a a surprise uh, favorite throughout the tournament. But yeah, Mega Man Two is one of those that like any list of like greatest games of all time regardless of platform that doesn't include Mega Man 2 is not a list you can take seriously 100% this game I mean geez this game is honestly it's I think it's the first type of mega like I know it sounds but other than Mario it's like the second platform game I've played ever yeah yeah honestly that sounds about right for me too um yeah yeah. So good, guys. Like, if you haven't played Mega Man 2, and also, stop what you're doing. Go to YouTube. Go to Spotify. <laughs> I, yes. well, not Spotify. Go to iTunes. Go anywhere and put in the music for Mega Man 2. Especially the opening intro. <laughs> yes. It is chef kiss of gaming music it really is <laughs> it is just it's i mean it's it'd be like it would not be out of place on a workout mix like there's just something about that just like pumps you up and in the beginning it's like yeah like you know the beginning it's mm -hmm. slow and but it's like panning across the the uh the skyline and then like goes up to building and Mega Man standing up on top of it yeah, and then it, the music stops, and uh -huh. then you hear the but <laughs> oh my god, it gets me every time, yep. guys. Is, you watch anime and you hear that intro, <laughs> like let's say Bluebird or whatever. This is just as good. It yeah. is, man. It gets me every time. Yep. Yeah, Takashi Tateishi uh, was the composer on this one, and he did just spectacular work this time around. Oh. I mean, it's probably like what this Mario and just the whole Mario series in general really all had great music. 
Yeah. But like there's a I mean there's maybe a, Castlevania. Yeah, Castlevania. I was gonna say like not this tournament has Zelda really opened my eyes on like the game like the classic gaming music. Yeah. The eight bit era has some good stuff, man. Yeah. And this is prime. This is probably my favorite theme. <laughs> I I would be really hard pressed to argue. Like I'm trying, like I can think of like more iconic ones. Obviously, you know Zelda and Mario. But yeah, yeah, if I was gonna just sit and listen to a soundtrack from a game from this era, it I I can't think of anything I would pick over Mega Man Two. Top to bottom bops throughout the whole soundtrack. All bangers. we didn't talk about it on Mega Man 5, but Mega Man 5 is also a bangers, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, the Mega Man franchise in general, Mega Man, and I know it's Nintendo podcast, or not Nintendo, but Nintendo tournament, but Sonic. Like, I've always yes. seen those as the top. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I would put the, like, the Green Hill Zone theme up against any video game song ever. Yeah. Enough to you know modern times just that and the I can't remember what the level's called but in Sonic 2 the casino level that was a great one Chemical Zone is a great one yes yep just Sonic 2 I mean Sonic, Sonic 2. 2 in general is... on another tournament if we, if we do Sega it might be champion there's a real <laughs> solid chance that so a little peek behind the curtain. Uh, we, you know, we've <laughs> talked about this in previous episodes about how you know our seeds are based on IGN's list of the 100 best games for the NES. Uh, they have made a similar list for Super Nintendo. So if we do, when we do our Super Nintendo season, we'll probably just use the IGN list again because it's handy. And you know, as we've established in this one, they pick the, for the most part, pick the best games. There's you know maybe questions about seeding. They did not make a Genesis list. So we would have to kind of piece it together from from other sources. And I have kind of kicked around the idea, and I think I've mentioned it to you off air, but Mm -hmm. when the time comes to do a Genesis tournament, if IGN still hasn't made a list, is kind of compile a series of lists to kind of come up with like tiers of games and then doing like like a World Cup style draw to decide the the seeds rather than just like you know okay this is number one on the most but have like okay these top four are going to be the top four but we'll randomly draw which one's one two three and four um yeah i kind of mix things up but there's no list in the world that i can imagine where one of those top four wouldn't be sonic 2 yeah it's just like that yeah exactly sonic 2 uh, Gunstar Heroes would be way up there. Um, well, we can't spoil the list. We can't yeah, spoil we can't spoil the list. I mean, yeah, because we don't know, <laughs> we don't know what the list is. We would have to uh, exactly. we'd be making it ourselves. Um, but Sonic 2. But again, coming sure. back to like that and Mega Man 2 are very much in kind of the same vein. Like they're both coming off the heels of an iconic platformer, but that took everything that that previous game did and did it better and then became one of the like absolute best games of their generation yeah so that was you know that was if in case you had trouble tracking the tangent uh listener that is <laughs> that's how we got to sonic 2 
was, was the music, uh, <laughs> the music uh, but also just the kind of caliber of what that game was in general. Uh, Mega Man 2 is probably the closest analog on the NES to what Sonic 2 was for uh, Genesis. Maybe Mario 3 is a closer analog, but... Yeah, I think so. I think Mario yeah. 3 is pretty but controversial opinion, I think the music in Mega Man 2 might be better than the music in Mario 3. As great as the music in Mario 3. <laughs> Ooh, hot takes. Hot takes, <laughs> but... Yeah. That, it, it's time. I think it probably is. Let's, uh, let's throw it over to the unofficial third co-host of the podcast, Ryan O. And uh, let's find out who made it farther. Who made it farther? So Mega Man 5, we both established that neither of us beat it in 35 minutes, 39 seconds. Uh, I did not beat it at all. Um, I, I did make it to, um, to, the, to what we think is Proto Man, but is actually Dark Man's uh, castle, like his, his fortress. Um, I made it through the first boss um, of the, the fortress. And then I was on in the second segment of the fortress. I was at the part where there are like conveyor belts running in opposite directions and there's spikes above and below. And you have to like time your jump to land on the, I just, I ran out of time doing that part. Okay. I, sir, beat Mega Man. Very nice. I beat it. It took me. 50 minutes and 45 seconds. Oh, wow. You're cutting it close. I was cutting it close, and it was not fun. It was not fun at the end there. Because you, you have to battle multiple gutmans. You have to, of course, fight all the bosses again. And it was just... Yeah. It was a hassle getting there, man. And I'm surprised I did it, but we got there. Did you start from the beginning or did you have a password to get you part of the way? I had a password. <laughs> I did too. I did too. Yeah, no shame. No shame. I, I started having already beaten several of the bosses to get to that point. Uh, but like I mentioned, it took me 22 and a half out of the 60 minutes we were allotted um, just to get through Crystal Man's level, just because that level was so hard. Uh, yeah. So. If I had a password that put me past that, I probably would have made it farther. But Crystal Man was hard, but I, I was able to pull it through. Nice. I forgot what I did, but we got there. Very nice. All right. Well, Mega Man 2, I, for whatever reason, did not have a password from last time we played. So I'm curious to see how far you made it. Did you have a password th- for this one as well? I did. And I beat this one too. <laughs> and you beat it. I kind of figured that was coming when you said you had a yep. password. I did have a password. I just remembered. Remember, the first round or one of the first rounds, I did not. And in every mm-hmm. Mega Man game, I had to play them all over again. But this time, your boy wised up. Yep. I took a screenshot and we kept going. Yep. I did this time because I was, I smartened up this time, but it was, you know, 
it was too late because <laughs> I had to, I started from scratch. I did make it to, I beat all eight uh, robot masters and I made it to Wily's castle and I made yeah. it to the, that dragon boss at the end of the first yeah, Wily the stage. And yeah. just, I, I ran out of time during that boss fight. So, That's the last boss fight. Oh no, it's almost the last boss fight. And then you gotta fight. I still have to fight all, all of the masters again. Um and then his UFO oh. thing, and then him and his uh, alien. Oh, and the yellow devil. Um, right? Yellow devil's no. in this one. No? Well, I don't think so. I don't remember the yellow devil. Maybe it was. One. Maybe it's just... Maybe it was three that it was in. Yeah, because you have to fight like a large dragon. Uh-huh. <laughs> I remember that guy. And then you had to fight... Guts guy, guts man on the tank. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think that must be what I was thinking of. Um, I'm pretty sure you were almost there, man. Yeah. You, you fight all the the previous robots, and then you fight the alien, and then you fight Wally. Yeah. So, so yeah, were, that was close. Were, you were almost there. Um, yeah. It was Mega Man three that the Yellow Devil is in. I I was thinking it was two, but right. I was thinking I just hadn't made it to him in, yet, but I didn't because he's, he's not in one, it. I think he's in one and then he makes a return in three. Yeah, that sounds right. That sounds oh, right. Oh, dude, that's a little not spoilers, a but the ending of Mega Man 2 is so cool. Yeah. It's just him walking in the credits. Yep. And like yeah, changing very colors. Like a, yeah, it's like the end of a samurai movie, but he's a. <sighs> robot with a gun hand and then he takes off his helmet come on very very cool so very good cool. <laughs> so cool if there's ever a movie of mega man they need to do mega man 2 story yeah. <laughs> like yeah you can skip right over one you know maybe have like have it start with like flashbacks to him but you know people people want to see metal man and they want to see air man they nobody really cares that much about bomb man or a lek man yeah people like guts man so that's true that's true he does yeah. kind of make he appearances always, throughout he always Even, makes a comeback always. Yeah. he's probably the coolest one of the original six yeah. but yeah two i feel like way way back when we first started doing Mega Man games I feel like we had a, a question of the week. I think it was from Ryan about uh, what which our favorite Mega Man bosses were, and yeah. I feel like we both had Metal Man. If not number one, he was way up there on both of our. Yeah, he was up there. He was up there. I think we. Had, I think I had Skull Man up there from one of the games. Yeah, yeah. I think Skull Man is either three yeah. or four. Don't remember which one, but yeah, like. Gemini Man, I always thought was cool. Uh, but I mean, really, all of the bosses in two, almost all the bosses in two are great. Um, yeah, they're all, yeah, they're almost all iconic. There's really not, I mean, probably the least interesting visually is maybe Woodman. Um, but his level is really cool. I really like the look of Woodman's level and the enemies in Woodman's level are really interesting. Um, So, yeah. Well, I guess 
we probably need to figure out which one of these two games is going to advance to face the winner between another couple of bangers, Castlevania Three, Dracula's Curse, and Contra. Uh, that's our five twelve match up in this tournament. Yeah. So one of those games will be facing one of these games in the quarterfinals. You know, we're we're down to the final. It's fifteen now at this point that are left. That they are all. If they're not like top top tier, they are they are near top top tier. For me, as great as five is, I it's not on two's level. I'm I'm giving this win to two. I agree. I I I praise five. I'm five on a, probably another bracket, another matchup. Yeah, could have moved on. Because five is great. It's really good. Yeah, but two man, yeah. two just does everything right. Yep, two is you know like I said when we started you know we we both knew two was still going to be here at this point. Yeah, um, and yeah, it's it has proved us right time and time again. It is it is just that great. Uh, so it'll be really interesting to see. God, Mega Man two will be against either Castlevania three or Contra, like either one of those matchups Jeez. could be the finals of the tournament and it's going to be in the quarterfinals. Just it's going to be a hard choice. Bonkers. Yeah, we're, we're getting down to the point where like, I just you, you know, we talked last week we didn't really need to do it so much this week because I don't feel like it was that close but where we really had to kind of nitpick to find reasons to pick Bubble Bobble over uh, uh, Rescue Rangers or Rescue Rangers over Bubble Bobble um, but there wasn't really a reason to do that this time but I feel like next week or not next week but when we get to that Castlevania 3 or Contra against Mega Man 2 we're going to be really looking for reasons to not pick one <laughs> over the other yeah it's going to be a rough one oh yeah be a rough one. Uh, next week's will probably not be so close but We've been surprised before. Next week's episode, we'll see the number one overall seed in the tournament, Super Mario Brothers 3, as it takes on number 81, Journey to Silius. So Journey to Silius and Mega Man 5 have been kind of the, the little engines that could throughout this tournament, just pulling off upset after upset after upset. Um, we saw one Cinderella story end today. Uh, I kind of suspect we'll see it again next week, but who knows? Maybe Silius has uh, one That's more okay. surprise up its sleeves. It is with Mega Man 5 out, Mega, uh, Journey to Silius is now the lowest seed remaining. And then watch, watch. We're going to, it's going to be our week, and they're going to announce a brand new Journey to Silius. <laughs> I would love that. I want a Journey to Silius for Switch. I want to, I want to play a new. Silius game that would be pretty neat i'm not gonna lie all right well uh before we go we do you know we talked about rhino a couple times he did submit a question of the week for us which of course you are always welcome to do as well uh via our uh, our social media which we'll get to at the end of the episode uh but rhino asks which fps series would make a great nes platformer Ooh. That's a hard one because I feel like the like the super realistic ones, you know, your your uh, 
you know, Call of Duties and your Battlefields or whatever are just going to be, it's going to be kind of white noise at this point. It's going to, they're going to all look like Contra or, you know, um, what was the one? Akari Warriors, like games like yeah. that. Um, or what was the, um, what was the one where you had a knife instead of a gun? I, I it's not i keep wanting to say jackal but jackal was the one where he had the jeep yeah he had the jeep oh man i don't no, know. i don't know i'm blanking <laughs> on it but i feel like those kind of games would be like this so my unorthodox pick of like the style of these games would work in this era is borderlands Ooh. okay i, I think you could do an 8-bit platforming borderlands game and keep the same kind of humor and visual style obviously the graphics wouldn't be as good because it's only eight bits but you could keep the same kind of vibe in an nes platformer uh that you can in uh in you know current gen uh borderlands games I would also love to see a a Bioshock NES platformer, but I don't know that that would work quite as well. I think it could. Let me see. What would I pick? So does it have to be a shooter? Uh, the question was which uh, FPS series. Oh, first person. So it's got to be a first person shooter. Because yeah, there are definitely doing? other franchises that I think like. You could totally do 8-bit Uncharted or Tomb Raider or... Yeah, I mean, Uncharted will become a cliff jumper. Not cliff jumper. Was it cliff jumper? No. Uh, Pitfall? Pitfall. Yeah. It will look like Pitfall. Uh, I think Doom could make a first, a cool game. I mean, yeah. It will kind of look like Contra, but... It would be I a little Contra. Yeah. yeah. With the demons and all that, you already have your enemies that... Yeah. But uh and modern? Oh man. And they didn't specify that it has to be modern. So if you wanted to do a, you know, Duke Nukem or Wolfenstein or Oh, Duke uh, Nukem would be great as a Actually, now that I say because I think Actually, I think the first Duke Nukem was a platformer, wasn't it? Wasn't there uh it was always first person kind of like Doom. I was thinking there was one before Duke Nukem 3D, but maybe I'm wrong. No, it was Duke Nukem Forever that became the platform, but it was so bad. Well, that was that was the one that came out in 2011. Oh, there was one. I, I thought there was one that was before that. that was, there was there was Duke Nukem, Duke Nukem Two, Duke Nukem 3D, and Duke Nukem Forever. Yeah, the first one in '91 was a uh, side scroller. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was only on uh, DOS and Windows. It was, it was just a, a home computer game. DOS, Windows, OS, and Linux. Duke Nukem 2. What was the game I'm thinking about? Hmm. Yeah, two, I can't really find good screenshots for 2. But yeah, 3D was the one that was, was the first. Like That was the one where it really like became Duke Nukem with the you know, with the wise cracks and and yeah. stuff with all of his uh, actually not Duke a terrible Nukem. Duke Nukem impression. I, I don't think I've ever tried that before. 
I don't know. I thought that was pretty good, man. Yeah. But Duke, I, uh, the game I was thinking about was Duke Nukem Time to Kill. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The one on PlayStation. Yeah, that's the one yeah. I actually owned there. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, there was a series of spinoffs for consoles in the late 90s, early 2000s, because there was Time to Kill for PlayStation, Zero Hour for 64, Land of the Babes in 2000 uh, for PlayStation. And then in 2002, there was Duke Nukem Manhattan Project for Windows, Steam, and Live Arcade. Manhattan Project. <laughs> uh, and then, oh, uh, but yeah, Forever was the, the next like mainline game that took 15 years to come out. And it bombed. Um, if if you are a fan of video game podcasts, which I hope you are, if you've listened this far, um, check out how did this? Well, now the show is just called Get Played, but at the time it was called How Did This Get Played. They did an episode on Duke Nukem Forever that is just an all timer, just one of the funniest podcast episodes I've ever heard. Um, where they talk about this is where I learned that the name Duke Nukem Forever was actually a play on Batman Forever because the game was announced it was it took so long to come out that batman forever was a topical reference when it was announced but it didn't come out until after the first two christopher nolan batman (laughs) movies had come out so since duke nukem forever was announced there was a batman and robin there was batman begins and the dark knight so if that gives you any indication of how long it took that game to come out and uh, how much of a mess it wound up being. And how, yeah, uh, that, you know. Don't do, I mean, if you, could buy, if you could play the game for free, I suggest it. But it's yeah. not good. Not good. Actually, I don't even suggest you playing it for free. To be honest. I just Google it. Just see, go. I'm sure somebody's got a playthrough on YouTube. Yeah, it, it, it is funny. Duke Nukem games are pretty funny. Yeah. So, yep. there's that. But it's funny, like, some of the uh, like the kind of gross sexual stuff that's in it has definitely not aged well and probably yeah, hasn't aged well by the time it came out in 2011. But you can still do that and have it be funny because, like, I'm thinking of, like, Saints Row. Like, um... Saints Row, what was the the one that came out, the like remastered, the re-elected, I think, uh, Saints Row 4, uh, whatever the one for PS4 was. Like, there's some weird, you know, post-Me Too stuff in there that hasn't aged super well, but it's played like entirely tongue-in-cheek with characters that are kind of self-aware that that stuff is gross. Um, But in Duke Nukem Forever, there is uh, like a wall on one of the alien spaceships that's made entirely out of boobs and you can just walk along the hall and hit the boobs and make them jiggle like that's that's the kind of stuff you see in duke nukem forever (laughs) Uh, so just just setting that expectation if you do go down a youtube rabbit hole um but all that being said i think a duke nukem nes platformer could be could be good in the right hands poor choice of words um <laughs> but i would love to see oh, a bioshock game i don't know that 
the I don't know that the NES was quite sophisticated enough at that point to really pull off Bioshock as a platformer. So I'm sticking with Borderlands, although my secret answer is Bioshock. Fair enough. Mine is Doom. I'm going I think Doom. I, I like that that answer a lot. I think a Doom yeah. uh, platformer would be great. Be like a cross between Contra and Castlevania. Ooh, yep. I, that's what I was thinking about is making Doom uh, Castlevania, uh, Rogue, not Rogue, uh, Metroidvania. Yeah, Metrovania, sorry. Yeah. I've been playing Hades, everyone, and it's just in my mind. It's a roguelike. I just grabbed uh, Slay the Spire because it's one of the, the free games on PS Plus Great this game. month. Great game. I have just gotten into it and like, I think I might I might really like roguelikes. <laughs> I've never really played them. But Rogue, uh, yeah. I, I think uh, I, I think this might be the one that gets me hooked. I had yeah, been we... playing a lot of Metroidvanias like uh uh, Hollow Knight, I've been really into, and uh, I played Cave Story earlier this year and loved that. But yeah, yeah, we really need to get really you a, a PS5 so you can play Returnal. Oh, oh boy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Returnal um, was one of those like when they first announced the PS5 and they did the, the you know the special where they're like you're like 20 games that are coming forward. It's like, ooh, Returnal. I want that. That's, that is so my jam. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it looks, looks amazing. Someday. It's really good. Someday yeah. I will be we'll able get to afford a PS5. Um, and hey, you can help out. Uh, ko-fi.com slash kings of consoles. Buy us a cup of coffee or a PS5 or, you know. <laughs> Come on, give it to our boy, Pat. Yeah. Or, you know, uh, get get us that uh, that special edition uh, Metal Storm that just came out uh, last year or the year before, whenever that was. The the one that comes with the 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 gunner mech and the, yeah. Get us that. <laughs> Please. Whatever. Please. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to throw out the fact that I'm I'm celebrating a milestone birthday in four months that might start with the number four um just you know and you know maybe a significant gift like that would be cool coming from our listeners uh and friends i'm not i'm not gonna say that but if you wanted to take that upon yourselves i wouldn't say no (laughs) just putting it out there uh, you can see the entire bracket at our challenge page, C-H-A-L-L-O-N-G-E dot com slash Kings of Consoles. Uh, we, I usually update that once the previous week's episode, with the previous week's results when the new episode comes out. Um, we are switching, uh, you no doubt noticed as you're not listening to this on a Thursday, which had been our release schedule, um, just because of life stuff, we're going to be doing this on Sundays. Uh, probably for the rest of this tournament and maybe into the next ones, uh, just because weekends are more convenient for me to edit now than they used to be. Yeah. Um, it's a it's a whole lot easier on the production side if we can, you know, record these on a Saturday <laughs> and upload them on a Sunday. Um, yep, yep. So that's just you know the perks of being an adult. Uh, but hey, life, you know, life found a way. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> 
That's exactly right. But you know, if you want to help it so that we don't need to have day jobs and can just do this kind of stuff, um, that'd be rad. And you can do that by, you know, uh, contributing on the coffee page. Uh, Kings of Consoles pod at Gmail is our email. If you want to send us a question of the week, like Ryan O does, uh, we, you know, we will we'll happily read it on the air. You can also submit it by our social media, facebook.com slash Kings of Consoles. On Twitter, we're at Kings of Consoles. I'm at Loopy Date. And I'm at Ricky G and Seven. And speaking of Sundays, you've missed it this week if you're listening the day it came out. But every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 o'clock Central, 7 o'clock Pacific, it's like 5 o'clock in Hawaii. I don't know. Time zones are hard. Uh, over on <laughs> twitch.tv slash pro wrestling simulated, uh, Mike San Gregorio and I are going through the PWI 500, the top 500 wrestlers in the world. And through the magic of Fire Pro Wrestling World for PS4, we are simulating a tournament very much like this one uh, to decide who is the best wrestler in the entire simulated wrestling world. Uh, it's been a lot of fun we've had some uh, some fun interactions with actual wrestlers that are represented in the tournament uh who are uh, having a good time seeing themselves represented uh in video game form a lot of you know independent wrestlers that have never been in a major video game i think it's cool and i think it's cool that they think it's cool because because wrestling is cool when it's done well and uh, there's a lot yep. of good places to find it now uh there's also a lot of really good video games uh including the ones in this tournament so uh, in addition to rating, reviewing, and subscribing to this show uh, and, you know, all of our other side projects, uh, make sure that you set aside a little bit of time this week to play old games. Play old games, everyone. King's Consoles is recorded in Nashville and Orlando and is produced and edited by me, Edwin. Thanks to Captain Portal for our theme song, intro for a non-existent video game, which can be found at freemusicarchive.org. And the music and sound effects from this week's games can be found by the quick Google search. The opinions expressed in this and every episode are our own, and we are in no way sponsored by or affiliated with Nintendo. We're just big fans.